0: Somebody
1: come get them, they're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Two Olds for TikTok. It's episode 131. We are at the end of August. It's pretty much Labor Day. It is Labor Day. Uh, how's it going, Catalina?
2: It's great. This is our first of a weekly the weekly schedule that I like how you I was just reflecting on this the other day how you really inceptioned me into becoming your podcast host because first it was like oh once a month and then it was once (laughs) every two weeks (laughs) and here we are we're gonna
1: have Melissa to thank for that because it was really her idea you know, once she went on maternity leave for good. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, you know, you're, you're great. She passed great the torch. Placement.
2: She passed the torch, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not Labor Day yet, but it will be, Labor Day is such a like non-thing for me. I think because I don't work in a regular office scenario, and I normally don't teach on Mondays, So I like Um, never get Labor Day as a holiday.
1: But it is the start of a new school year, at least when we were in high school. I guess for you in Ohio, you've already started. So it doesn't mean the start of like the new school year. Right. That's odd. I would think in academia, Labor Day would mean a lot. But I guess for like teachers in the East Coast, it does.
2: It really depends on the school where you are. Like I know people and this isn't even in academia, people in like Georgia Whose kids went back August first?
1: August, yeah, exactly. Which is wild. Yeah, east coast they start later.
2: But anyway, should we get to TikTok? Georgia is on the east coast, Dina.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, but that's a southern school. I meant, I meant northeast. You know what I meant?
2: Did I? Okay, let's get to TikTok.
1: Maybe TikTok before (laughs) you yell at me more about geography. All right. Well, speaking of Labor Day, the user. As told by Ginger, who's a great content creator, she has a video about Labor Day approaching.
0: Every year around this time, like right around Labor Day, when summer is wrapping up, I enter a period where I can only be described as FTB, um, fat, tired, and broke. I've gained 12 pounds in three months. I can't remember what rest feels like, and I haven't checked my bank account in weeks because I'm simply too fragile. I would love to get my life together ASAP, like right now, um, but everyone knows the rules, and this chaos must continue through Labor Day weekend, and then I'm going to take a long, hard look in the mirror, and I'm going to turn this life around because I am on a path of destruction.
1: Catalina, are you fat tired and broke too i mean not because of the summer just in general you think all seasons you're fat tired and broke
2: fully yes Mm.
1: i can relate because in the summer you just want to like squeeze everything in i want to go out i want to be in the sun i'm snacking i'm drinking i'm working out more but i'm also eating and drinking and gallivanting more i feel definitely in my summers because Especially in New York, there's such a finite amount of time we have. So I squeeze it all in. Mm-hmm. And I do feel I feel like at the end, I, I need a vacation.
2: I need a vacation from all yeah. my indulging. Yeah, I do. Um, I do think that when I go back, because I do have a more distinct like, it's not just seasons. It's yeah. also the summer break, where I do have a very distinct shift in my schedule from summer to fall. So I think that I'm probably more tired in the fall and the spring because of work than I am in the summers.
1: Because you're not working in the summer. Well, you're writing a book. I'm sorry. That's a misconception. She
2: wrote a book. Um, I'm working differently in the summers. But generally, it's more except for this past summer, which was horrendous while I was writing my manuscript. (laughs) But generally, you're doing research or you're doing things that are perhaps more enjoyable than like... Getting emailed pictures of students' COVID tests, for example. Oh,
1: yes, that's a new thing for you. I mean, what what are your feelings about that? Do you like when you receive a students' no? COVID test? Oh, they're always because they're always positive if they send it to you, right? They never send you like. A I also have COVID never in it. my
2: life requested that a student show me documentation of right, their you're COVID not, test. Like, the school nurse. Yeah, I'm like I don't know. I feel like especially in the COVID era. It's like, I mean, I do have an attendance policy and stuff, but I'm like, in the COVID era, like, it's your prerogative if you want to pretend you have COVID or actually have COVID, show, you know? like
1: show a test, yeah.
2: I don't, I don't no, no, don't yeah. show me your test. I don't Just say care. I Just COVID. miss class. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Just miss class.
1: But, yes, but...
2: I mean, are you dying in the hospital? You then get more sure. sympathy
1: if you, do you, know, you, you Not you, from do you. Me. Not from you?
2: Oh. I mean, okay. sure. Like, I'm sorry that you have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see your, like, weird test, the Binax Now test. <laughs> it's an invasion oh. on your privacy. I don't know. I think it's also just after, like, years of being sent way too much information from students. Yeah.
1: This is I, it's
2: like, don't send me a picture of anything. Like, <laughs> someone, sent, someone sent my one friend an MRI once like am I am I a medical doctor am I reading your (laughs) MRI just say I went to the doctor and be done with it but I do understand it's like they also have professors who require documentation I try to build in absences that are permitted into my syllabus so that you don't have to like send me a picture of your positive COVID test Oh, my God.
1: The I- MRI. What was wrong with that person? That's I can't remember. It wasn't my student, but
2: my friend <laughs> was like, what am I supposed to do? Read this? Can
1: you imagine? A brain scan. My brain isn't functioning. That's what I should do to my boss here. Oh. Sorry. My brain isn't working. I can't work today.
2: Broke, though, I do identify with. I think yearly. And I i don't know if the summer is my more or less broke time. I think it's because people are traveling, people are indulging, and then fall comes, it starts getting a little cooler. Yeah. And it, you're like, ooh, time to buckle down with like responsibilities again. So yeah. But I do kind of identify summer as being more active. Yeah. So, Thus making people more tired, which is what Right. But it's fun me. active, which might be rejuvenating. It is fun
1: active, Yes.
2: Well, moving on to our algorithms. Yeah, Catalina, what's your algorithm showing you this week? I've been getting, I think that I have been engaging more with like beauty and hair content. But the first one that I got, I actually sent it to you, Dina. I wasn't even expecting you to put this on the podcast. Not the first one that's on the document. Okay. The first one that I sent you, which was by a user named chandler tate 1109
3: so i've always been under the conclusion that i have frizzy straight hair but after being on hair talk recently i think i might have wavy hair i've seen a bunch of girls with hair that is not as like big or have as many little crimps in it as mine and their hair comes out so wavy when they treat it right
2: i'm not calling your hair frizzy straight hair because you have much more wavy hair but i think that what she does you could have like because she ends up having these like amazing waves from treating her hair in a certain way, and I feel like you could have you're oh, You're wow. so mad. I'm <laughs> so offended. First of all, I've never called my
1: hair straight, but it, it definitely is frizzy. So you calling out that I it's not look frizzy. Unpent, it's not frizzy. These, I just excuse think that... me. Look at look at these waves. Are these not waves? I mean, there's frizz in there, <laughs> but I've never called my hair okay. Also. The fact that this this girl how many steps did she do in that video not that many it was too many for me I no have... it
2: wasn't it was like scrunching her wet hair and putting With something many in different products many 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 L- let's roll back the tape okay
3: okay i just washed my hair this is what it looks like freshly washed i'm not supposed to brush it after i'm after it's washed okay then she uses the not your mother's curl talk then the mousse and then the kinky curly gel and just like scrunches it into both sides of her hair and then diffuses it are you actually kidding me right now
2: okay time to dry it okay she uses three different products which uh,
1: okay that isn't that many
2: okay so you need some sort of not your mother's curl a mousse and a gel and you're gonna have like i do think though your hair might if you do what this girl does you might have like full-on like perm yeah because it tightens it up like i'm looking again and your hair is far more wavy than her hair is before she starts right right well thank you so much for
1: telling me my hair looks like shit (laughs) and i need to do something different with it i will
2: consider it thank you so much um how dare you i'm not telling you it looks like shit i'm just telling you that i see potential in your beautiful waves thank you that's a great rephrase actually my friend Jessica had a haircut once Mm -hmm. by a woman who was like a curly hair specialist or something and Jessica's hair is less curly than yours but it's curly and the woman did the hairstylist did I don't know something with products and it was so so curly afterwards like a poodle like but she hated it because she was just like not used to seeing her hair like that I thought it looked good but it's like if you're not used to wearing your hair like that then that's why I kind of want you to do this just so like I can see what it comes out as.
1: It's all about you, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it and I'll report back and see. But also I'm never going to try this because I'm too lazy. Okay.
2: Well, whatever. (laughs) So the next one, speaking of broke, is a video by Styled by Channing and they're at some sort of like hair Convention. convention. Yeah. And it's all different hairstylists saying how much they charge for a full head of highlights
3: where are you from and how much are you charging for a full highlight
4: i'm based in houston texas and i charge around 600 dollars for a full highlight toner and blow dry
2: i am originally from los angeles california recently moved to las vegas i was charging
3: 900. i'm in san Clemente. we range from 350 to 650.
0: I live and work out of new york city i charge between 200 to 300.
5: i'm from detroit michigan and a full highlight is between three and 350.
2: i'm in boston and i charge
4: 500 for a full highlight starting
2: by the hour and the prices are jaw-dropping
1: yeah well i think it's so interesting you're very much on hair tick tock i don't see any of these videos so maybe now i'll start because you keep sending me mm. hair videos but i've never gotten my hair like colored or highlighted So I'm very oblivious to these prices. My jaw dropped too. I mean, starting at $500, I mean, well, if you're in Iowa, it starts at like 130.
2: Well, that but. was one of, but there were other ones that like Vegas, I don't know. I mean, I guess Vegas is expensive, but that was the yeah. most expensive one. Yeah, that was like that makes $900. Sense. But it also sheds light on the other hair video I saw that we talked about a few weeks back about the girl who like flies to Turkey to yes. get her hair done. Right. And one of the people, they were in Puerto Rico and it was like, yeah, I would like go on vacation and get my hair done if I could get a better deal and a vacation. I mean, mm-hmm. in in no planet am I spending $1000 on Oh my god, you know what else, Tina? Go ahead. That's also why I came across Alabama Barker because it was a hairstylist who was mad at her. I'm like fully, You're fully on, on, hair, on TikTok. hair TikTok. That is so interesting. So-
1: I'm more on hair transplant TikTok and <laughs> you're on like hair beauty TikTok because I am enamored
2: with the hair transplantness of it all. Well, now it's also like as someone with straight hair that I don't dye, I did highlights when I was a youth. My mother gave me the option of having, um, Getting either a perm or highlights. Oh my when I was God! A- why was a perm even an option? Who was getting a perm at, at our age? <laughs> I wanted to have curly hair. Oh I, I think I chose wisely, but so you got I got highlights. I got highlights, and I tried to get red highlights once, but they just washed out. They were professional red yeah. highlights. Maybe I should have gone to one of these nine hundred dollar.
1: Yeah, I wonder how much did your mom spend on it.
2: I mean, I don't know. It was like. The year two thousand. Yeah. What five dollars? What does a banana cost? Ten dollars. It was probably like twenty dollars. It was probably like seventy. Is my guess.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, I also I need to get my hair cut more. I only go like twice a year because again, like hair and it's not. This is not the things I spend my money on. I spend my money on food and experiences and travel. So that's
2: why perhaps my hair looks like shit, as <gasps> Catalina has pointed it out. It does not look like shit. I'm just saying it has the potential to have beautiful ringlet curls and I would really for I would really like to see it. Okay, okay. What about you, Dina? What's on my for oh, you page? Wait, oh, there yeah, was one you, more. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So this was a video that came across my for you page by a user named at @lee Bars, and <laughs> I don't know why
1: Lee Bars made me laugh so hard. It's a great username, just because there's also there's two Z's in it. But go on, yes. Well, Lee bars this is girl great. is
2: getting some serious hate. <laughs> also, I think it's Leah. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, there's so many ways to pronounce that name. I know, Leia, I love- Leah, Lee, yeah, Lee. Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever. Sorry. So this gal. <laughs> tries to start a trend or tries to start a stitching trend where she's like people talk about sunday scaries what about saturday scaries and she talks about something embarrassing that she did while she was out for drinks with her friends the night before
5: you know what's worse than sunday scaries saturday scaries i messaged a guy that i did not talk to for like eight years literally like hooked up with him like eight years ago and i randomly thought about him like you know like when you're single at like 28 you start thinking about oh maybe from the past like this is a good guy yeah no This is what went down. First I messaged him, hey stranger, he said, sorry, who's this? I said, Leah Bars. And then when I sent, well, I said Leah, Uh haha. and then I said Bars. And then when I sent Bars, it didn't say delivered. So I was like, did he block me? So then I did this. I went to his Venmo and I sent him a dollar and I said, did you block me? And then. Then he unblocked me and said, what's up? This is random. And I said, well, why did you block me? He said, why are you texting me? I said, whoa, I don't know to catch up. He's like, it's been eight years. I said, damn, I didn't know people couldn't talk again. My bad. He was like, I have a wife and kids now. Plot twist. My bad. He said, think you're a weirdo. I said, right back at ya. And then the conversation just ended. And honestly, woke up mortified. Simply mortified. So please stitch this with any other stories that you have that are similar or worse than this so it makes me feel better about my decisions. Thank you.
2: So... She sets this up as if everyone's just going to stitch it and share embarrassing stories. But everyone in her comments is like, you are... Insane. Unhinged. <laughs> unhinged. Like, really this is was. stalker behavior. <laughs> this is not something you should put... People were like, the comment section of this was really good. It was like, it's some all, things should just comments. be kept a secret. Yeah, But... It was so interesting because then I kept I was watching all the stitches and it's funny to see people on TikTok have their takes and like mm-hmm. be like I just had to hop on and say this one thing. I mean, that's TikTok. It's like that's yeah. maybe the most Twitter aspect of TikTok is the stitches where people mm-hmm. are just responding and it's sort of this like chamber of voices, but everyone's like if someone blocks you, you do not go to another channel To harass them.
1: So this isn't the first time I saw some, uh, or I've heard about doing Venmo one dollar, not require, basically giving someone a dollar on Venmo as a way to talk to someone. Mm -hmm. I this is a friend of a friend who told me about their or charging Dina, charging
2: them a dollar, right,
1: right. And the friend of a friend's ex did this exact thing of the, and when I heard it, I said, first of all. That is actually brilliant. I would never even <laughs> think to communicate on Venmo with someone. And you the funny thing is, is you have to either send them money or request them money. But that is so insane to me. People who have minds for this, like, are they going to become serial killers?
2: Like, I don't know. To think about that is, is just mind-blowing. Well, she's also talking about it like, it was just a silly, goofy time. Yeah. And... I mean, sure, you were having fun with your friends, but and I do think people were going like a little too aggressive where they were like, that's so outrageous. I can't believe you would ever text that person and leave them alone. But it sort of magnified the scenario because it opened up this platform to have this conversation about what is the statute of limitations on texting someone that you knew or that you had hooked up with maybe in this case, eight years ago. People are like, you should not make people, other people pay for your loneliness. Like, okay, you can, like, text someone that you haven't spoken to in eight years and be like, hey, what's up? But if they immediately – I mean, the fact that he blocked her – yeah. Is all an indication. Very telling.
1: That's very telling. I don't know. I also think that you, you mentioned like maybe people are going in too hard. Yes, there is a sort of like humor that she was probably trying to get at that people just automatically take things too seriously on mm-hmm. the internet. And also people do these things for the engagement as we right. talked about. So the fact that she's getting all these comments causes engagement and it causes the video to blow up. So, you've got to take everything with a grain of salt, but then, I mean, it's entertaining for sure.
2: But then she posted another video, being like, "You guys oh. are all coming for me," oh. and like doubling down.
1: Oh no, no, no! That's yeah, where, that's where you got to stop. And <laughs> yeah, that's like speedy.
2: Just stop. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um, who would you text that you think would block you immediately? Literally, no one. I'm trying to think of if I'd be blocked me I don't have
1: – I mean, I, I have felt people who don't like me or maybe I've gotten into fights with, but no one would – not to the extent where anyone would block me. I think I'd be ignored before I was blocked. Exactly. Like, I, you know, someone, you know, don't – they wouldn't send a text back or – I don't know who in but yeah, who would block me?
2: Also, know. how do you know someone blocked you? How did – Because it said that
1: the texts weren't delivered. I think that's Mm, what she had said in it. Yeah. mm, Yeah. Who would you send a dollar Venmo to communicate with?
2: Like from my past? I I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like someone from my past who I like don't know very well. Probably the man that you and I almost ended our friendship over who's now an influencer. (laughs) He would block me. Why? I, I don't like, think he would block me. He he'd be like, you. he'd be like, why are you texting me? <laughs> and I'd be like, I have a podcast, and um, I just want to see if you'd respond. <laughs> you should try it. It'll be a like, fun no, I'd, game. No, I, I'd rather die. Mm-hmm. What okay. about you? Oh wait, uh, did we get to you yet? Oh yeah, sorry. We're about me for way too long i forgot what we were doing
1: well it's all about you you know that's, that's okay
2: true sorry
1: and i'm glad you brought up the stitches because we have a whole new section later that is for stitches because stitches are coming back they're making a resurgence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but very quickly on my for you page i have a lot of new york contents as you know i live in new york The first one is a video by uh, Kevin Droniak. And Claudio actually sent this, but I had seen it way before he sent it to us. And this guy was late for the airport. And the only way he wouldn't miss his flight is if he took a blade to JFK.
4: My flight takes off in one hour and I'm still at my apartment in Manhattan. I'm not used to military time, and I read 18.20 as 10.20, but it's actually 6.20, and right now it's 5 o'clock, and the only way for me to get there in time is by a helicopter. This is hilarious, too, because today I was like, I'm going to be frugal and take the subway to JFK and save some money, and now I'm taking a goddamn helicopter, but it is cheaper than buying a new flight. Let's just hope I make it. I made it to the helipad. I made it to the airport. It was only a five-minute flight. There are 30 minutes until the doors close, and I think I'm going to make it. I made
1: it. It makes perfect sense. You know, the cost of your actual ticket, if you miss it, is going to be way more than this, you know, I think it costs a $200 helicopter. And this makes me, like, really want to take a helicopter to JFK when I go to the airport. I
2: don't know. It just seems no, fun. No, that is a waste. I mean, I guess you're it's... already getting on a plane with the CO2 emissions. Right, right. But that is some peak unnecessary spending activity. Well, I mean, I understand yes, why this guy, in this yeah. video the guy did it and it was like last minute problem solving and right. it worked
1: out Or the, the funny thing of this video, the comments are like, you were way too chill for almost missing your flight because he's baking the video as he's doing it. And he's just walking slowly, not frantic. I know, I've seen a lot of videos where it's like, I have an hour to catch my flight. It's like, how are you, how do you have time to document this?
2: I'd be a little too stressed out. Well, that's like the get ready with me. It's like, I only have an hour to get ready. Yeah. It's like, you know how you're going to get ready? Not filming a get ready with me. Exactly. <laughs> but again, it's about the engagement. Well, you posting about the Blade helicopter, which we have spoken about on this podcast before. Hmm so blade hit us up
1: <laughs> sponsor us
2: <laughs> our listeners really want to take helicopters to the airport um actually i don't really want to go in a helicopter they're very they seem more dangerous to me than airplanes i've been in a
1: helicopter mm. abroad it's a fun time mm.
2: they're always going on helicopters in the bachelor anyway it's just
1: like a fun day
2: yeah, very affordable but, and this is actually more affordable than a helicopter and apparently than Lyft and Uber, a video by Ms. Um, A woman in, in Phoenix took what is called a Waymo to work. She had to go to work. Her work was 37 minutes away, which is wild to me. And she took one of these self-driving cars. No, this is my ride right you here. You have a ride.
0: And nobody's in the car. Oh, okay. So I'm taking on this Waymo to work. So it has my initials on the
1: tab. I had never heard of this Waymo. I guess it's, I mean, it's obviously not available in New York. I think there, it's, a, are they testing it in Phoenix? Is it only available mm-hmm. in Phoenix? Like, I have no yes, idea. Yes, I know
2: about this, actually. Oh. Because when I was in San Francisco this past January, a friend of mine. I think we were seeing them drive around because they they just drive around to test That's them. Crazy. And one of my friends from home was like, "Oh yeah, um, I know someone who like works for Waymo, and I'll try to see if like we can get like download it to try to test it out, but." We weren't able to get into it. But I wanted to go in, in one. And I think Phoenix is like the primary testing zone of them. Which makes sense. The roads are
1: flat. It seems easy. You know, there's not like a biker who's like weaving in and out of traffic. Oh, how dare bikers? <laughs> no, I'm talking about New York. It would not work very
2: well. Well, they but, must have sensors. They have some sensors. Yeah, of course. Of, sensor. of
1: course. But, you know, it seems all very early days. It would feel so weird to get in the back of a car that no one is driving, which is what this girl's video shows. Like she's able to change the music. Also, why not get in the front of the car? Because
2: you could get in any seat, that was a no driver. I was, I was kind of wondering about that as well. I'm looking now, Waymo, formerly known as the Google Self-Driving Car mm. Project, is headquartered in Mountain View, California it operates commercial robo taxi services in Phoenix Arizona and San Francisco California there you go so the only
1: time i've gotten in the front of a vehicle <sighs> when it was just me was when i was in Austin i was picked up in an uber by a pickup truck and i didn't know pickup truck etiquette and i was so like shocked it was a pickup truck i'm like oh my god i guess i have to get in the front but thinking back like there's a back there
2: are back seats in the pickup truck That was so weird of me to get in the front. I don't think that that's that weird because outside of New York City, especially in the beginning when Lyft was supposed to be more like like
1: friendly. friendly,
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't that weird to sit in in the front front of the Lyft. And I also Mm. feel like outside of New York City, your Lyft and Uber drivers are far more likely to start a conversation with you. Far
1: more likely, yes. But I think now – days yeah it is weird if you're by yourself and you get in the front i
2: remember one time in college i went to a halloween party and it was the year i was dressed as a jungle princess (laughs) and i was going down to alphabet city to meet friends at a bar and i got into the front seat of the taxi because you were sober
1: (laughs) okay well speaking of college there is a video by
2: at Yevit. Do you think anything feels better than being a freshman at NYU? There's no drug that could compare to that. I'm sure. I'm so sure of it. I just saw two
0: girls walking around in their reformation tops. They've never, nothing's ever happened to them. And they're in the big city. They're killing it. They're killing it. I mean, God, I wish I had that. They should bottle that. Life's going to get them, though. Catalina,
1: Does anything feel better than being a freshman at NYU?
2: Dina, I was like crying every day the first semester. (laughs) Our first year at NYU was so bleak. I think like
1: both of us, like thank God we had each other. I said I was going to transfer to UConn. And then I cried. I I, I immediately was like, if you transfer, I'm transferring. I can't do this. (laughs) Um, But you know what? We had a great time sophomore year junior year, senior year. It just took a little adjusting for us. I, think. I think, And even second
2: semester freshman year was better. I, I think that the NYU pop, gen pop is maybe sort of shifting. Those yeah. NYU girlies that we met in the Times Square Taco Bell at four in the morning after oh, your birthday a few yeah. years back, they were all like Seemed to be thriving in the NYU scenario. Wait, but thriving at the Times Square. At the Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. They had a like Taco Bell morning. promoter that was giving them free, <laughs> free Baja blasts. Blast. That was so That was
1: them fr- thriving. But it was crazy because I, I had just turned, what, 34? <laughs> and it was me, you, and Angela. We all, we all lived together in uh, Third North, this dorm at NYU. And we struck a a conversation with these girls who also happened to live in Third North at NYU, and they were freshmen in our in our yes in our room. It was like we were seeing our past selves. in That
2: is truly wild that they lived in our room.
1: Why? You think they were lying to us? No, because they ended up we ended up
2: like following them on Instagram. They definitely were NYU people. Yeah, they were NYU people. I mean, I still follow one of one of them at least. Yeah, but they they were like fashion girlies like yeah yeah. we were just having a hard time and the girls that are being described in this video are like girls wearing reformation shirts right right. like we were not that we were a little more i don't know we didn't we didn't we weren't fashion girlies and we Mm -hmm. weren't in a club actually i tried to join a club I tried a lot I tried, of things. That me first too. Semester. We tried a lot
1: of I, I tried to do like radio newscasting at some point.
2: I think my primary issue with NYU was that I wasn't fully ready to just be like, I am not having the quintessential college experience that all of my friends from home are having. Right.
1: When you compared yourself to people you knew who were at like a, a college with a football team and a quad. They were right away going to frat parties and mm-hmm. like drinking every night. We had to like seek out parties. Also, Catalina and I went to this Mexican restaurant that no longer exists. You had to have a fake ID. Catalina shows up to the bouncer and shows her fake This is ID. your favorite story. And she says <laughs> to the bouncer, this is not a license. <laughs> And I'm like, great.
2: So we're not getting in anywhere. He let us in. He didn't care. He didn't care. (gasps) He didn't care at all. It was just the two of us. I cried the first week of school because I was like, wait, college is hard? (laughs) I was like, wait, I have to do work. But it is true. And now, you know what? I get to live the rest of my life working at these like big 10 institutions where the kids are truly living the life that I avoided at NYU (laughs) (laughs) for the best
1: Um, some more New York content on my For You page this week there was a water main break in New York City and at Stop It Paris played this ridiculous newscast from the water main break
4: above ground in Times Square city crews ripped up 7th Avenue eventually finding that broken water main installed decades before women even had the right to vote
3: uh, so the the Waterman was
1: from 1896. Yeah, it just referenced his women's right to vote. What like, a strange point strange. of reference. Lastly, it's the U.S. Open, and this user at
2: Schrodinger's Brat, she is Schrodinger's. A, it's a it's a play on Schrodinger's cat.
1: Nice. Well, she's <laughs> nice. an Adult Ball Girl, and she did. You know, a get ready with me day of my life as a ball girl at the U.S.
2: Open. Hi, here's a day of my life as a fully adult ball girl at the U.S. Open this year. So I woke up, I checked that my uniforms were dry after washing them over the weekend, and I just got ready. Um, I put on some normal clothes and chug just a crap ton of water before going on
1: my... Morning walk. I went to the U.S. Open this week. It was fun. I like getting a lot of content, all the tennis drama, and um, it's great. It's great for TikTok.
2: I have to say, I couldn't watch that whole video. It was three minutes of just I don't know. Sometimes I can watch these day in a life videos. I think that really yeah. would appeal to people who are into
1: tennis, tennis, yeah. and the U.S. Open.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: okay well we have a new section as we mentioned this stitch trends section and the first one we have is the original is by at Miela.
4: i hope the next generation of influencers that blow up on this app are just regular schmegular people and we officially get rid of the clean girl aesthetic the rich bitch in New York aesthetic once and for all. Like I'm trying to see what a bitch in Wisconsin is doing right now.
2: So the first one that I actually saw was the the girl in Wisconsin, the woman in Wisconsin responding. Mm-hmm.
1: I felt yeah.
2: Miss um, New Booty, which <laughs> good username. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, is talking about what
2: she's doing in Wisconsin.
4: Hi, I'm a bitch in Wisconsin. I would love to show you what I'm up to. So I just finished transplanting a rhubarb plant. You wanna see it? Okay. So it's really little right now. You have to let it grow. But this plant is from my mom's rhubarb plant, which was from my grandma. No, wait, my dad's grandma. Yeah, so this plant is a descendant from a plant that was planted, I think, in the 1960s. I'm not entirely sure, but isn't that crazy? Like, rhubarb just keeps going. It's insane, and I love rhubarb. I'm a big fan of, like, rhubarb crisp. You ever had that? It's delicious. But I also like to just eat rhubarb and, like, dunk it in some sugar. That's what I would do when I was younger. Um, So in Wisconsin, I live in like small town Wisconsin. There's nothing to do. So then what I would do is that I would just like, you know, hang out in the woods and eat rhubarb. (laughs) That was a good time. Anyway, earlier I mowed the lawn, and then tonight I'm going to go to a campfire, and we're going to have some s'mores. Maybe a hot dog. Oh. Anyway, that's what this bitch is up to.
2: (laughs) Thanks for asking. And then another one at Autumn Accord talks about what she does in Maine. Hi,
1: I'm not a bitch from Wisconsin, but I'm a bitch from Maine. And this is what I'm doing tonight. I'm in the
0: field at the end of my parents' driveway, cutting some flowers to make a little arrangement for myself and for a friend. Probably gonna get a chick, but I'll just check myself after. I think that's enough
1: for
2: two smaller bouquets. Stopping by the local farm on my way back to get some lettuce for dinner tonight. I have a zucchini that is too big and I'm not going to use, so I'm going to bring that
3: to her as well to make a zucchini bread.
1: I also got the Wisconsin one first. This is where our For You page intersects. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the one, the Wisconsin one, she just talks about like rhubarb and they're Mm -hmm. both talking about their plants and Mm -hmm. their nature. Man, it's a breath of fresh air. It really is seeing it's how a, these people. I live. I
2: could have done a really good one when I was living in Oswego, New you York. Could have really I could have, could have that would have, have gone to the Little Caesars Pizza. I could mm-hmm. have shown a shot of the nuclear power plant. Yes. I could have shown uh, the skunk in my backyard. Wow. For Columbus, Ohio, I could show the alley next to my house. Mm -hmm. you know that would be exciting I feel like I could do one but they hit really well when it is these like this like bucolic yes um, nature yeah environment that is being contrasted with the big city living of NYC
1: exactly
2: I like it
3: me too
1: the next stitch trend is the original is
3: by at lb likes what is the worst graphic design mistake that you've ever seen that you're like how did this get approved let me share mine that i think is just so hilarious so you know how airports have abbreviations like usually it's three letters nashville bna philly phl anyways my fiance works at this company i'm not going to say what the company is but it's a very big company that literally everyone in this world knows what this company is have warehouses all across the country and they use the airport abbreviations to name their warehouses. If there's multiple in that area, it might be like BNA 1, BNA 2, 3, 4, whatever. A few years back, I remember my fiance getting a message about specific merch that this warehouse of employees received. So this is a picture of the hat that they gave out to all of their employees or a bunch of the employees that worked at this location um it's located in charlotte so the abbreviation is clt it's specifically it's clt4 but this is what they decided would be the merch that they would give out to all the employees i mean yeah i see the clt4 but i also see something else
1: <laughs> this graphic design mistake you can't see the hat but it ends up spelling out clits <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is not suitable for children.
1: <laughs> no. Um, I mean, that's just, you know, it's that's a lady's part. It's not, like, such a bad word.
2: And then the second one by at Lisa Rocknid, who talks about uh, how they introduced shark petting at a local aquarium. And I guess to pet a shark, you have to put two fingers behind the shark's head in some place so they made a billboard with just a person's hand holding up <laughs> holding up two fingers, two fingers and said <laughs> shark petting season that looks very sexual <laughs> i cackled when i saw that billboard can yeah. you imagine how did oh. that who what person What series of people approved that decision?
1: That's like the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial. Like, who's proving this shit?
2: Yeah, it's true. I really loved that so much. So... The stitches are, they're making us laugh. They're making us happy. And I'm, and the only stitch that didn't work was that, that girl's Saturday scary (laughs) stitch. (laughs) That didn't work. (laughs) That was unfortunate. Okay. Well, we have a content creator spotlight this week. Yes, Amanda McCanns. her contact, her content, wow, can't speak today. Her content has been coming up on my page. She has around 800,000 followers, so she's pretty big right now. She does impressions content. I feel like this is a trend that you see a lot on the app. It's just like a, a soul woman or a soul girl doing impressions content. We've covered several of them. Her specific content is she's really hot. So she's playing on her looks, and she does different characters. One of the characters is the Calabasas mom, and then another character or another video that she did is telling people to just be hot.
1: This one's my favorite audio. Your heart got declined?
2: Yeah.
0: So what? Just be hot. He won't make me his girlfriend. So what? Go Timothy Chalamet. Just be hot.
3: So much dead. You don't need to be rich to be hot. You just need to be delusional. So just be hot. I'm depressed as hell. So what? Just be hot my family hates me mine does too just be hot i really hate my job have sex with the boss's son just be hot
1: so go check her out great content puts a smile on makes you
2: laugh and if you especially i think if you are in the la area it's very california specific and california culture specific they have airwan references they have Burning Man references. So yeah, fun content, very LA-centric. Did you get any Burning
1: Man content this year?
2: Like back when Burning Man happened? Yeah. No, but one time in class... I showed a video about the anti-austerity protests in Spain in the year 2011. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I show this video, I need to stop doing it at a certain point. <laughs> I like to show this clip from when I was there and I went to show my friend. In Bernie, uh, Bernie, man? No, the anti-austerity protests <laughs> in Madrid <the year> in 2011.
1: <laughs> okay, just to be clear
2: clip i always have to preface it and be like just so you know like my friend was visiting from the united states and like he's making some like very just like uninformed comments because he's taking it all in when people set up camp in this public plaza for about three weeks and so as we're walking through the plaza and he's videotaping it's really cool because it's like you know it's our it's personal footage of this very historic moment but he's making all his commentary and he's like it's like burning man and then (laughs) And so then after class, I had a student come up to me who was like an older student who then just is really into Burning Man. And yeah, then the how you Burning better. Man. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I actually
1: made a successful TikTok video a couple of years ago where I compared Elizabeth Holmes, the WeWork guy. And the fire festival guy and I was like, the three things they actually have in common are like they all are obsessed with Burning Man or like seem to be liking that, and it was just you know just a a thought I had, just an observation, and then I also post a question in the TikTok, like, how does... I know nothing about Bernie. I was like, how does Bernie remember? And I got so many comments. Again, the engagement was strong from all the burners actually wanting to educate me about Mm -hmm. it. And their approach is actually very nice because they, it's all about educating. It's not like judging you for not mm-hmm. knowing. Mm-hmm. But again, Burning Man, from what I hear of it, like, I don't think I would survive. Oh, Dina, definitely. you would be so upset. You'd be so dirty. Be You'd so be, It's all
2: about being dusty. You're in the oh, desert. It's
1: not for me. But yeah, I, I, it's interesting. I don't get any, I would enjoy, I think, watching the content on TikTok. But I think phones are probably not like. No, uh, there's a, photography and yeah, I think, but I don't know. There's maybe what? there's a whole side of TikTok I don't have, but I, I, I don't know. It's not like Coachella; everyone's like taking videos. But right. I think Burning Man. I think maybe it's frowned upon. A I little think it's a like little bit less in TikToks. the
2: culture, but maybe we can we can try to. When is Burning Man? Let's see when it is. When's the next Burning Man? See, this shows how we are not burners. Oh, oh, Dina. It's now. It's right oh. now. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Burning Man
1: is happening right now. So we. I will be on the lookout for TikTok
2: content. They are at the playa. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Next week, we'll see if we find any TikTok content oh, okay. this week about Burning Man. Wow. Uh, exciting. Exciting. Love that for you. Okay, Um, moving on. Celebrities on on. TikTok. So Jay-Z joined
1: Instagram. I know this is a TikTok podcast, but I'm very intrigued with Jay-Z joining Instagram. And he joined to promote this movie, The Book of Clarence. And he just posted a trailer. And I checked TikTok. He hasn't joined TikTok yet. But I feel like he has to. Like, why wouldn't
2: you? I don't know. If you join Instagram Wait, Jay Z has had an Instagram, Dina. It literally just started Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Um wait. He doesn't have that many followers. Cause it he literally just
1: posts like he just joined. That's like why today. Like right <laughs> yes. now.
2: Yes. Wild. That's He's why following Beyonce a shock Makes sense
1: <laughs> it has a blue check it's really it's the real jay-z and he's promoting his stuff because he did music for this movie but i am interested to see i wish he joined tiktok first and not instagram i don't know i don't will he think join he... in tiktok will he not i, think I don't he think will. he will
2: i don't think he will okay we'll see he- we'll see Look how empty his Instagram is. Because he just joined today. There's do you one think post. that this man well, this man first of all is not pointing at posting on Instagram? Yeah, of course. But do but you think that this man's people are gonna be making okay, however, they i have should. a prediction. Does Beyonce have TikTok? I don't think so. But if he were to join TikTok, it would be the most boring polished content. Oh, in the for entire sure. World. It, it would be absolutely just be not fun. Beyonce does have
1: a TikTok.
2: Um, Oh, she has a lot of followers. She has
1: 4.9 million. I think, and it's, Beyonce's obviously not posting herself on TikTok either. It's very polished content, just like her Instagram. I think we'll see Jay-Z join soon. If not, you know what, honestly, we're recording this before it comes out a few days early. So by the time this podcast comes out, he might have a TikTok. Should we
2: put a wager on it?
1: I'm going to wager he will join TikTok It doesn't eventually. have to be a financial
2: wager. No, you can't put a no. Oh, okay, well, you were saying he wasn't going to join at all. Okay, so we have to put a deadline
1: okay, and we have to fine. put a
2: wager that's not financial. He'll join by the end of the year. He will not join by the end of the year. What's our wager? One shrimp cocktail.
1: Ooh, I like it. Okay, okay.
2: shake <laughs> on it.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Great. Oh, speaking of shrimp cocktail. This is nothing. We're moving on to our speaking of drink, shrimp cocktail this section of TikTok. This is a great video you sent me Catalina by at baby Tamago. She's my favorite pasta salad girly. Oh. I love it. Well, she has a tomato drink. Here it is.
0: Oh, you're a tomato girl having a tomato girl summer? Okay. Have you made a tomato margarita yet? No? Mm Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you're not a tomato girl then. Luckily, we can fix this. I just checked and it's going to be 86 and sunny in New York tomorrow. And if it's a good day in New York, it's got to be a good day wherever you're watching this from. And the respectful thing to do in good weather is drink a margarita outside. So you get in your kitchen right now and prep your tomato chong, which is ultimately a tomato syrup that's made from (laughs) from leaving equal weights of tomato and sugar at room temperature overnight. And then when you wake up, you are going to have this sensational syrup beyond belief. I'm gonna do a little mix with some mezcal, lime juice, sherry, a salt and pepper rim. This recipe is from Very Good Drinks here on TikTok. And this is indeed a very good drink. This is Full Send, a cocktail you paid $22 for on a New York City sidewalk, mm-hmm. is the Roaming Rats. And I don't make drinks very often, so I was kind of in denial. But maybe I should start. Yeah, I think I will. So, I guess follow along for my mixology era. No, and seriously, make this drink.
1: Catalina, this reminds me of the
2: tomato drink we had in new orleans the caprese martini yeah the caprese martini yes but this one has a sweet aspect to it that I like i'm a that. little i'm not sure about what do you think would you do you think you would like this i texted this to my friend who has too many tomatoes right now and she says she's gonna make it so i might be Ooh. able to try it and i'll report <gasps> back okay great. um but Then we entered into a conversation where she was saying that she had just tried a really delicious drink at this bar in Columbus called Lawbird that makes really good cocktails. And she was describing the drink and I was like, I'm pretty sure I had that same drink and I thought it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever had. What was it? It was, and this is on me entirely. I'm looking up the ingredients. I understand that this is a matter of taste, but the drink was a... Tequila, rum, and that's where it went downhill for me because yeah, I just, I can't do like rum a anymore. Long Island iced tea already. Um, no, well, they do a lot of like mixes of different liquors. So it was tequila, some rum, lime, sherry, dry vermouth, and a pickled tomatillo cordial.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound good to me either.
2: I know. I don't know what I was thinking when I ordered it. I, I went... Okay. It, it was like savory and salty and sweet and rum. Ooh. And I, I mean, I drank it because. Of course you did. I had to. Had to. <laughs> but I hated it. And then they were like, is everything okay? And I was like, yes. Yeah, yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Best thing <laughs> you've
1: ever had. Um, my dad actually is growing so many tomatoes and cherry tomatoes that I think if I go to visit, I will try making this tomato drink.
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem that complicated. Although, Dina, you have to leave it overnight. Yeah, so yeah. You have to, I could. Okay, some okay so if I sleep
1: at my parents over Labor Day, I will. I'll try.
2: Excellent. Okay, Excellent. we'll report back. Okay, this
1: learning on TikTok is I just, quite possibly my favorite <laughs> one I've ever seen. Uh, the original is by at a fum truck, and then. There's been a lot of stitches, but my favorite is by Shea Butter Mother. Get air trapped in your chest like you have to burp, but you
0: can't. Pick up a titty, pull it to the side, shake it out. As someone who deals with gas pain from ingesting too much hot sauce, I just use your tip of moving my breasticles to the side and shaking it out. And guess what, baby? I burped.
1: Thank you so much. Okay, Catalina, we have a disadvantage here because we have smaller bebets. How dare you? I am oh, a, wait, I am a, a, a triple not. D. <laughs> sure you are, <laughs> but I think like picking up a picking up a titty is you know I don't think you could, I mean sure you could pick up a titty, but if you have larger bebets. it'll it's probably more pronounced. I don't know. Have you tried this to get a burp out? No. I haven't either, but I want to. I think I would need to feel it coming. You, Yes, that's what the TikTok says. You have to feel it coming, but so if it gets like stuck, then you just pick up
2: a tit. I don't think my burbs, my burbs, <laughs> my I, don't think burbs. My, I don't think my burbs get frequently gets. stuck. You know, you're right. I don't have that problem either. I am also far more of a farter than I am a burper. Mm, You know what? Me too. My friend was visiting and I sneezed in front of her and she like notoriously has a horrific sneeze and she was like, you have such a dainty sneeze. And then I burped in front of her and she was like, you also have a dainty burp. And I was like, well, you know what's (laughs) not dainty? The other direction. The gas coming out of your ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's
2: wonderful. To wrap things up for this week, we have a final video that I would like to feature. Unfortunately, it's a bit more visual content, but I'll have to be descriptive for you. It's by a user named Seen by Luna, And I went down a rabbit hole where I was trying to find videos of what Gen Z wears to work. I'm not sure why. It was a desire that i had <laughs> okay that's all and because i just wanted to see like humorous content about you know how there's content about like gen z, gen z being more boomers, laissez-faire yeah. about the workplace and so mm-hmm, forth and mm-hmm. um so this was a fashion video or a humorous fashion video talking about what different generations where to work one was boomer one was millennial and one was jay-z it might have not actually been humorous but i was finding it humorous because the boomer wore Exactly what Dina Greenbaum wears to work. Like, okay, like items per
1: item. This episode is basically <laughs> you telling me I have terrible fashion and terrible hair.
2: I didn't say you had. Okay, but one time we were talking about what our like. Rising sun and moon is in terms of the generations, and you're yeah. like a boomer sun, and, a, and and I'm like the great generation, like of like World Rising, War Two. Right. Yeah. So like we already like say that you're a boomer, <laughs> yeah. but she was wearing my jeans and like a sort of silky top, yeah, and black boots and the bag, oh. a black bag, a, ba- a black bag. I yeah. mean, now you'd be wearing your hokas. No, I don't wear my hokas to work. I wear my ons, my white ons. Okay, okay. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's like what's pushing you to millennial. Yeah, yeah, the white
1: sneakers. The white sneakers, I'm trying to be Gen Z. But, you know, if I have the boomer outfit and the Gen Z, like, white sneakers, then I meet in the middle
2: and I get to millennial. That's what I think. That's okay. I'm just going to read you a message that I got today from friend of the pod, Ashley Yaloff. Yes. um, About an outfit that she saw me wearing on the internet that I almost wore to work today. Okay. She said, because you are my friend, I must suggest <laughs> you try a different color linen set. I thought you were a waitress in the pick <laughs> with Lexi. Was it the black linen set? Yeah. We just, she was saying it, um, it, it just looks uniform. like, she said it looked like it was $12 on Amazon, <laughs> which is rude. Well, we love the honesty. And I'm going to keep wearing it because it's giving escape from jail and I love it. I'm still on the hunt for my linen set, but
1: thank you, Ashley. I won't buy a black linen set. I think I'm going to buy one in a different color. Oh, and then she
2: recommended that I get one in a floral pattern. Can you imagine if I was wearing top and bottom floral? And then you could go hang out with the girls in
1: Wisconsin and Maine and pick flowers all day in your floral. Okay. All
2: right. It's All been right. real.
1: It's been real. Thanks for listening. Please share, rate, review, subscribe and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.